0: hey there and welcome to episode 73 of the better with running podcast my name is Matt Davey, and I'm a coach at run to pb and alongside me, as always, I'm joined by my, by my fellow run to pb coach, Zaka Newman. Welcome back to the show, mate. How are you going?
1: Mattress. Yeah, great to be back on that huge, huge show and a huge um, weekend of running, actually. It's pretty cool to see some big results, um, you know, an actual marathon festival going ahead up in uh, on the Sunshine Coast, and then it was, um, yeah, the virtual Melbourne Marathon, a lot of virtuals going on It's some... Um, yeah, Obviously, Sunday was the day that uh, Melbourne Marathon originally was uh, set down, and I think a lot of people had um, just earmarked this this weekend as a, as a time trial, um, whether they were, you know, had pegged in Melbourne Marathon or not. So, yeah, some pretty cool um, results to chat about from the Run to pb community. And uh, yeah, we're actually going to get um, one of the guys that was on the ground there, um, Run to pb coach and Benny Go Bats uh, captain, Andy Buchanan. He's he went around in a 10k time trial up in Bendigo and he had a couple of his athletes as well up there mate the you had the second jab as well last week so you're still with us so that's a good thing
0: yeah,
1: yeah no. <laughs> but the, the only connected. thing is I'm,
0: I'm um yeah I'm I'm thinking I'm connected to the internet I'm not a <laughs> laptop here Zaka
1: I know I was noticing you your, your connection was very stable. So, yeah. 5G's <laughs> <laughs> kicked in, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, mate. Um, it's been... Uh, I've had a couple of athletes in the past few weeks um, with their second jab, whether it was Astro or Pfizer, and a few... We've sort of had to tweak the weeks. And, um, yeah, just really be cautious about how we've come off that. Because, um, yeah, uh, as we've sort of spoken about, it can really affect you. And it's something you don't really want to push through. It's not worth... Um, bearing yourself and, and pushing back you know if you build up a good few weeks and then to sort of um, extend that that uh, any issues that come off it uh, so you how did you end up going off it
0: yeah obviously um yeah, as i said last week or I'd, I'd changed my down week to being coming off the pfizer vaccine so yeah that was uh, yeah pretty deliberate around that fact mm. that it just didn't know how it was going to affect me because yeah, as I've, as I've seen, I'm sure you've seen. It's it it depends on the individual as to whether they've you know they might be knocked out for a day or a week or you know even a couple of weeks where they're where they're really really battling uh, or not even at all. I've had some that yeah. Just, yeah yeah yeah. It was just maybe a dead arm and that was about it. Mm. Um, yeah, so I really aim to cut back the the volume this week and the amount of quality in the sessions. Um, yeah just because I didn't and, and I didn't really have a much of a plan for this week just that I knew it was going to be a bit of a down week and and to take those sort of re- reductions in the volume and quality down and yeah it, um, and so and then just see play it by ear each day and and go by feel um, and I was like yeah Pfizer it just brings out that immune response and it really zaps you it can really zap you for from energy um, and I find it actually pretty interesting that that a bit of a note that yeah when you do get sick and you look at what's happening in in at a, at a cellular level like right deep down it's that your body's immune response is the same for being sick as it is for after exercise and so when you um, when you get sick and then you go out and belt a run it's kind of yeah. like you're doubly sick and um and so it's such a and, and that's the same with with the phyzos the, the body is responding to um, the production of the, the coronavirus antigens and then it, 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 it actually thinks you're sick. And so you're going to really potentially get depleted on that energy. So, yeah, obviously wanting to ma- remain cautious um, at those times and, and ensure you run to feel. And, and if you may need, um, don't be afraid to postpone a session or, or modify or even cancel sessions. Yeah, just to ensure that sort of long-term health is, is maintained and, and give a chance for the body to, um, yeah, just do what it does so well and, and get that repair function in. so.
1: Yeah, and I think mentally you need to be comfortable with that. And I think having that week where it's okay to be flawed and be not so rigid about it, because, you know, as runners at any level, like, it's tricky because we do, what when we have a plan in place and we have days that we run and we have a, a build-up consistency and that stubbornness to, like, okay, I'm going to get out the door, because, you know, there is often that, Kind of adage about you know that you've got to you know got to run, got to grind it out sometimes. And there's some runs and you have to detach from that in in weeks like this and really be um just you know and I think bouncing it off your coach is great, but just being comfortable that you no, know, I'm I'm actually you know I'm at I might be ninety percent, but you know I'm gonna take it take the day off anyway and actually mm-hmm. just embrace that and go yep because you know when you when you're back fit and firing um. There's plenty of days to be going out the door. Um so having that day off and, and almost forcing yourself to and not feeling guilty about it. That's the yeah that's the challenge. You, you know, it really can can grade on you. So, I know runners can really feel like oh it's you know I should get out there, you know. <laughs> and it's just that, yeah it's a good time to really um yeah detach from that feeling.
0: Yeah. Yeah they'll totally get that because yeah it. I was contemplating having a day off, but I did just some easier runs, and and they were okay. Um, but yeah, in the past, I've definitely felt guilty at, in the moment of taking a day off. But then a week later, you don't, even, or day later, you don't even remember. You don't even think yeah. about it. Like yeah. I mean, in the moment, you might be like, "Oh, gosh, I really should be, should be out running." But yeah, most of the times, you feel better for it in the long run. Um, and so, yeah, I, and like you're saying there, I, I did change my sessions around. So instead of doing the Tuesday session, change it to or Tuesday, Tuesday um, Saturday, I changed it to Wednesday. Uh, so Tuesday, Friday, change it to Wednesday, Saturday. Mm. Um, I still went out and did my, um, yeah, an easy rundown at the track, uh, Gemma, another one, one of our athletes that we coach um, is really starting to fly at the moment. Mel, um, Gemma and Mel had a, had a track session and, and I just did an easy 30 minutes and 600 meter strides. Um, yeah. Just in the spikes and just with plenty of recovery in between and, and not like trying to absolutely belt them at a hundred percent, just sort of keeping them 99, 95% just to keep the legs ticking over. Um, and notice, yeah, that I wasn't feeling great, but, but okay. Uh, and then Enough that I thought I'd have a go at a, a mid a session during the week on that on that Wednesday, um, and like I'd been doing, like, I mean that Porty fart like that was forty minutes long. Um, I think we did the the ten minutes three by three, 10 minutes. So it's a couple of long sessions. Uh, back this one off though to a twenty minute DDK fartlek session, um, which is three minutes two twos and four ones. So twenty minute total, uh, where the float time is. The same time as the next rep, and yeah i went down to Frankston reservoir to do this I mean, it's not an ideal surface but it's it's fine for a for a session like this um but yeah it was just one of those sessions that i, I got out in the three minutes and then yeah, it was really hurting um and i just think like, that's
1: also because you do sorry matt do you think just also knowing that this is a 20 minute workout you're you're really kind of getting after
0: it um i was thinking that but,
1: <laughs> but when i when i
0: got to like okay and it was a lot slower than I'd say normally do I was like yeah um I've tried I've probably in terms of um in terms of perceived effort it was pretty high for yeah for the pace I was going um and then yeah I thought it was one of those sessions where you kind of get to that point like three to five minutes in you're like I don't think it's going to matter too much how much <laughs> slow down it's always <laughs> just going to hurt so I just went with it um but yeah unfortunately yeah, I got about 12 minutes in I was I was um just started my first one minute hard um and this is freaking bee um uh, <laughs> flew straight into my head and, and um yeah dropped its stinger in me and then got caught in my hair <laughs> and I flicked it off and then yeah my head started bloody stinging and wow. I, I was contemplating stopping but like ah, oh, I'm pretty sure I'm not allergic so I'll just keep going and, <laughs> and monitor it <laughs> um yeah and so yeah, and then I I got mid about mid session.
1: Is that ever? I'd never heard of anyone getting uh stung by a bee mid mid rep. <laughs> yeah, mid rep. Oh,
0: God, this is this is a good. Like, cause I wasn't having a great day as it was, and I wasn't feeling
1: yeah.
0: feeling fantastic. It was just just <laughs> compounded. And then I got to float, and I'm like, oh, I wonder if the stinger's still on my head. So I felt round, and sure enough, the the stinger was still on my head. And yeah. I know that you know when you get stung by a bee, you can't squeeze and pull it out because then it squeezes. The, um what the toxins in so i uh um, I yeah just left it in there for the rest of the session in the long run oh sorry <laughs> and then warm down and then when i got home i got Gemma to, to get is the there toxins. any swelling there uh there was only yeah there was a little bit yeah and it was a little bit red um uh, but yeah not too yeah. bad and it, it, it did sting for the whole session though like <laughs> i <was> already, <laughs> yeah. already in pain and then it just added to it and i just
1: accepted definition of a, a stinger of a session
0: yeah, stinger right. uh, But then at that same time my stomach was really caning and I had to stop in the warm-up. I could have stopped in the session. Um I had to sort of slow down a couple of times. Mm. And then I had to stop in the warm down as well to, to, to jump off. And um, yeah, it was really, really frustrating. Mm. And um and then after that, that night, I was like, I wonder if there's a anything any to any, anything to do with the Pfizer vaccine. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, I yeah, had a look at the had a look at, um, yeah, some of the, some of what the Pfizer vaccine can cause. You know, obviously headaches and and um, stiff, and sore joints and stuff like that. And yeah, one of them was upsets, upset, upset tum- stomach and um, and diarrhea. So mm. it, I think it might have actually been, yeah, from yeah, okay, the Pfizer exactly, vaccine. Yeah. One of the, so then, uh, yeah, that sort of Thursday and Friday still had a bit of an upset stomach. So mm. I, I just ran easy both those days um and then well, so it kind of felt better on friday and so i got out for a lighter session um because the main aim was to still tick off a good long run um at least get out to 30k so um on the saturday just did two by 10 minutes um down at safety beach with um, another guy I train with often ben and on the loop that he's made so it's called ben's loop and then um and jammer as well i'd never done this loop so he showed me it uh and yeah the aim was really to um not cook it and uh yeah just sort of run to effort. And so hit around 320 to 325 for both those 10 minute blocks, get them even. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't mind that 10 minutes because you kind of get to seven or eight and then you and you're starting to feel it and you can kind of work through that last two to three minutes. So yeah, sort of, sort of able to hold that together and then yeah, for the Sunday, get out for 30 K um, yeah. With a, a few others, we've got um, Gemma and one of the, one of the guys, uh, Gemma coaches Mitch um, out there as well, and showed him around. Yeah, some of the some of the trails around Devil Bend, and then um, Dane, Dane Burway as well. And so, yeah, that was a it was a good long run. Um, you yeah, really enjoyed that one. It started to get a bit warm towards the back end.
1: Yeah, um, it did actually. Yeah,
0: but yeah, no, I think that was good Melbourne well, marathon training for a December race. Um, yeah, and then I ended up with 116 k for the week, which is about 40 k's less than. Um, the week before so yeah it was definite definite down week Uh, probably not as much so more than I would normally plan but yeah just off the back of the Pfizer, I didn't think there was any point in really pushing it and forcing it and then potentially delaying um, feeling good by another week so yeah happy to get that that week done.
1: Did the legs feel like because you're doing less running the intensity you know wasn't really there on the on the saturday i mean it was just still you know two by ten minutes but compared to some of the bigger workouts you've been hitting um do you feel like the legs are refreshed
0: um uh, not at all actually yeah <laughs> i was really sometimes you can go into a down week thinking that as well mm. you think oh because i'm running less um uh, intensity is not that the volume and intensity is not as much i should be feeling better but mm. yeah i think mentally sometimes it can it can get you down when or it can yeah. backfire because you think it should feel good, but it kind of doesn't, um, yeah. it doesn't feel as
1: easy. So. It might click in next, uh, this week yeah. coming, you know, second half of the week, you might go, okay, now I've sort of, you know, I've had a bit of time to um, adjust and, and get going again. Yeah, Yep. Yeah, that's it, exactly. I reckon that's what a lot of the times off that
0: down week, it's, you can, yeah. you feel good a week or two later often, yeah. um, potentially not in the down week itself. You kind of, yeah. Feeling a little bit like, oh, this is a recovery week. Everything should be should be easy, but um, yeah, it doesn't always work out that way.
1: Because <laughs> you've had um, yeah, really good, really good build. Um, yeah, last I think it was average of last four weeks, one hundred and forty-three k. Yeah, so, yeah. So really consistent block and a good time to yeah. What are we nine weeks out? Yeah, I'm like
0: nine weeks. Nine yeah. weeks out.
1: Yeah, so yep. sort of have now another three, four weeks up and then maybe something else down and then go again. Yep.
0: Yeah, that's the plan. Yep. So I reckon three weeks up and one week down and then and then go again. Yep. Yeah. And what about you, that's mate? Fine, mate. You turned a big week out this week.
1: Yeah, I, um, I'm in a position, um, you know, I guess – where you were last week, not having a Pfizer, but um, I'm going to have a, a down, a, a lighter week this week. Um, probably the K's will be um, not too far away from that, but it'll be more about taking the intensity out of um, some of those those longer workouts. But um, yeah, so this week I really did um, sort of lock in a, a bigger week and a focus on the second half of the week to be pretty strong with, um, yeah, starting to really get. Um, you know, use that Friday. And I think um, these marathon-specific workouts which I've started to build in the last three weeks is, um, yeah, you can't do them week in, week out. So it's good to have that, um, that down week. And, you know, I won't, do an, I won't do a big one this week. So, um, yeah, that, that was sort of a big part of this week was to hit that and then to hit the Sunday run, at um, you know, get over that 30K mark and into the two, 215 territory. Also had the, yeah, Tuesday had the Portsy fart leg, which you did a few weeks back. And yeah, we actually ended up running pretty close to the same distance, I think. Um, In the back of my head, I I did think, yeah, it'd be nice to get around that 12K mark. Um, But yeah, I think just the differences in, um, and and just if people didn't hear a few weeks back what that Portsy fart League is, um, three by three minutes uh, with a one one minute float between each reps. Um, so, and then there's a two minute jog between the sets. So, I'll start again. You're going three by three minutes, three by five, and four by one. So, those floats in there between the reps, you know, it's, um, I was trying to sort of keep the, you're still keeping the the foot down and doing a three by three minutes, you're getting out. Um, you know, I was trying to hit a, a 10K effort and then. And then, um, yeah, really float at 3.30, 3.40. So you, you're hitting the pretty strong. And then, then to go into three-by-five minutes, you know, you got that two-minute jog and then you're away. Um, and even, a, you know, traditionally a four-by-five-minute session off 90 seconds is a good workout in itself. But to have that off the back of three-minute reps, uh, yeah, it's a challenging workout, this one. And it's – it's I really like the four-by-one minutes at the end as well. Like, you you're really dipping into that um, the feeling of a you know a last, where you've really got to um, you know, commit at the end of a race or try and dig in. And yeah, I really I was able to feel pretty good and I was quite surprised that I had the turnover then. And I think that sort of comes back to a lot of running and strength. Um, you can, without doing a lot of shorter reps, you can really get strong and fit over and, and still maintain your speed. So, yeah, that was um that was pleasing to sort of finish that workout, feeling good on in the one minutes. Yeah, buddy, Earth,
0: look at that 301, 303, 257, 303 paces for those one minutes. Yeah, it's all going, mate, on the back. Yeah, because you're you're fatigued, but hmm. it's a good feeling, isn't it? When you when you're that fatigued, but you can still kick it down, um, and hold those paces and hold, and it's so good for the strength.
1: Um, and yeah,
0: the back of the
1: three, was, five. Yeah, yeah, I almost felt like a. I- Felt really good into the five minute reps. Sort of the second five minute rep, I kind of found, um, yeah, my legs after the three minutes. It was sort of like they were, they were dead, and then they came to life again in the five minutes. I just, mm. and I think that's sort of typical the way I run a lot of longer reps, so I can kind of feel comfortable at that, in that pace. Um, so yeah, and then just yeah, again, just to work down into those one minutes.
0: Um. Do you find that that session, um, I, like when I remember when I, when I was doing it, I just completely discounted the one on off, and I just I just had yeah. to get through the threes, get through the fives. Don't yeah. like the ones don't even exist until you yeah. finish that that two minute jog after the the last five minutes, and then you get into them.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I think you've almost yeah breaking it off that way you, you really can't be thinking about the one minute at mm-hmm. any time through the threes and the five minutes like yeah. you just have to commit to then and then when you get to one minute as, yeah you, you can find a way to get to the um yeah to get it done and yeah. you just yeah, switch into that that mode yeah. so yeah um yeah good workout and then uh, starting to get yeah that, that Wednesday um it's midweek Long, you know, it's an hour of 20, but it'll start to keep pushing out. So coming off those workouts and then running, you know, really good during the week, like that mid mid-week long run, feeling comfortable is um it's always a good sign when you're in a marathon block and it's starting to feel comfortable. Uh then Friday. So I had two runs on Thursday and then into Friday, which was a the the planned big workout, um, 7K. 6k 5k with a 1k float between the seven and the six and then a 500 float between the six and the five and it was um another interesting one I'm talking about stomach pains mattress I I was warming up and um and actually had Al out on the bike um on the Friday night for this one and um, yeah, warm me up. I just didn't feel, and it's funny. I, I said to Al, oh, have you got any water on your bike? And he hadn't He hadn't actually, um, usually he's got a drink bottle and got there and he didn't have a drink bottle. And I was like, no water. I didn't bring gel. So I thought, yeah, this one, it was starting to get warm in the afternoon on um, Friday. So yeah, it, it was weird. Warm me up. I just didn't feel 100% in the stomach. But um, I started and I think I just, felt really flat through the first rep like I could work into it and then the effort felt like I was running a lot quicker than I was and I just at some point in there I just switched off a little bit and thought no just get through this 7k and focus more on effort than the pace and funnily enough the pace wasn't too far off the paces but it just felt a lot harder than it was and um it's um and then I was to get into that 6k rep I uh, really wanted to, again, focus just on effort. And it was almost like one of those sessions where you think, oh, the paces may not come out today. So just just tick off the session and do what you can and, and not go into survival mode, but at least, at least just focus on that rep. And that was probably one of the things I was thinking about in this session is to stay in the rep rather than think too far forward. And I think in the marathon, we can do that or marathon Marathon training. You can do that. You you really can, you can't afford to be thinking about, you know, the rest of, you know, the session you're going to have next week or, you know, that later in the week or the month assisted. And it's really staying in the zone and into your rep. And then I would sort of think, okay, get, get through this next five minutes and then start again, get through this next five and then finish the rep and, and, you know, get going again. So, yeah, it was, um, it was a good one to go through, though, sort of that roller coaster. And I actually came good in the 5K. It still, still was working, but I actually felt a couple of um, spots where I was sort of almost cramped. Like, I was just going along the Yarra, you just have a little bit of, um, a lot of traffic, so you sometimes you're going faster just to get it get inside and you know get away from people and make sure you're giving space and then there was a couple of spots where I just felt like the lack of water I was quite dry in the mouth or you know that maybe I was starting to cramp and again I just had to um, think about okay if this is a if this is 35 38k in a marathon how do you how do you sort of out of this situation and part of it was just to just to relax and and um you know think, get through the next few minutes and then um yeah so sometimes you have to back off a little bit and I found that I was able to do that and then get going again. So a, a good good real simulation of um yeah what marathon can feel like.
0: Yeah it sounds like <clears throat> like both mentally and physically you had to get through that one. You had to talk yourself through it. Yeah. Um, and recognize that you might have just been that little bit more tired the stomach wasn't 100 percent um and yeah so back it off when needed and then yeah just to get through the session and and i mean you've come out of that session really good on the sunday um come off the back of that so i think that's a good sign that you that you were able to not really completely go to the well for that um and then be able to back up for that long run on the sunday
1: yeah, I think bought the Portsifat leg session on the Tuesday might have taken a little bit more out of me than I thought. And, yeah, upping the volume over the last few weeks, uh, knowing that this was a, a sort of week before, a, a bit more of a lower uh, intensity week or a bit of a down week um, was also there. So I think the timing's right um, to, to put that one in. And then, yeah, the the Sunday run, um, yeah, goals, yeah, get two hours, 15, we got uh, 32K in, pretty flat um, loop. And then, yeah, last 10K felt good. I actually took, um, I did take a gel out with me this time, Um, took the Morton gel with caffeine in it at uh, hour 45. Uh, And then, yeah, felt fine throughout that run. And, yeah, so it's, you know, I think through the week, most of my runs felt pretty good but there's you know it's funny with the marathon you're going to get a couple of sessions which just they're not shockers but they're not um <laughs> they're not you don't hit it out of the ballpark so I think it's just uh, that consistent grind through the through the week in the marathon training so yeah it's uh yeah heading into this week I'll, like I said I'll, I'll I'll do a shorter fart leg type session maybe 25 minutes worth on uh, on the Tuesday and and Friday or only be a, a 10K type workout, um, 10K in, in length. So just pull back a bit on that, but increase uh, or add in another double.
0: Nice. Yeah, perfect time for a down week. Um, yeah, because you, you've been on the up for quite quite a while now. Um, and if, I was looking before at your average over the last four weeks, and that's definitely the, the mileage that you've done over the last four weeks. That's definitely creeping up. Um, yeah. My computer starts working. Well, 132. 132.5k's over the last four weeks, and yeah, you've, yeah, you've lived, looking at those last, the, like the last five weeks, there, yeah, just built up nicely, and obviously, um, yeah, it sounds like the body is needing just that absorption week. Um,
1: yeah. Push again. It and it's time to just layer in a couple more easier recovery runs in there, um, mm-hmm. because the session distances won't really go up much more. Um, so, you know, that's off. 130 K off one double isn't a lot is yeah, it's, it's long sessions and um, that's what you're sort of getting it. So yeah, to, to layer in a bit more extra mileage and um, a couple extra runs that'll help. Um, yeah. Boost the overall case as well.
0: Nice mate. Now over the course of the weekend, there was some big results come through. Um, the our, our run to PV coaches message thread was, um, was on fire. Yeah. On um, on on Sunday, um, yeah. So there was obviously some time trials going down, as we mentioned, um, in lieu of the Melbourne Marathon not going or being postponed, and then also Sunshine Coast. Um, and so yeah, what we've got Chris Nicholson here with a 10k PB.
1: Yeah, one of uh, Chris Armstrong's athletes. His PB was 43:48. He's now dropped to 42:51. So big PB for Chris. Um, yeah. That's, that's exciting for him. I know um, he's, he's training really solid. He's, he's done a few uh, Instagram posts where he's um, sort of showed his um, sessions that he's been mm-hmm. getting after with Chris. And it's, um, it's so good cool to see when those sessions come off and all the hard work is, you know, comes through and you, you get that PB. So yeah, big run for Chris. And then uh, Karina
0: Fife had two of her athletes do some time trial PBs over the weekend. Uh, so Damien Cuddy, uh, ran 42.04 for 10K, down from 42.27. So a massive result there for Damien. Um, and then she also had Kim Wei, who did her her marathon, uh, her half marathon, sorry. And yeah, dropped over six minutes for that. Wow. Um, in From a 149.47 to a 143.34. 143.34. Um, yeah, and as Karina says, you're always so impressed with athletes putting in those phenomenal performances in solo time trials. I reckon it's it's not always an easy way to go about
1: things, is it? 100%. Yeah, we'll chat to Andy about time trials a bit later. But, um, yeah, it's just – and, and I saw Kim did that around Albert Park, which isn't the uh, easiest – you know, you can get exposed to the wind. And, look, just going out there and, and doing a half marathon time trial, that is really gutsy. And, um, yeah, great, great reward getting at a uh, big PB, six-minute PB.
0: And then Mads had a couple of PBs, both solo, speaking of solo, half marathons yeah. as well.
1: Yeah, in the nine, uh, Mel, two Mels actually. Uh, Mel Cullen, uh, yeah, 94 minutes, so five-minute PB. We've spoken about Mel before. She's um, She was actually the winner of the Oat uh, performance of the month, Oat soft performance of the month last week. Um, so, yeah, huge rush. It continues her form. The, um, yeah, five-minute PB over the half. El Spano is 92 minutes. So her f- and Mads um, sent through said so it's the first fastest half in over a decade. Um, so, yeah, really um, awesome performance there from uh, those two girls um, under the coach here, Madeline.
0: I know. Two Mels. Two Mels Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And then Sam McLean, um, he had Brendan Fitzgerald. So he signed up with the hope of um, – of cracking the magical three-hour barrier for the marathon he had a 306 previous best um yeah and sammy said he absolutely executed his his um time trial perfectly to knock out a 257 so he's he's dropped there nine minutes off his um off his best to to break that three-hour barrier and it's a it's such a such a great result to get that done
1: yeah and i i don't think I think Sammy will be fine with us and Sammy and Brendan will be fine with us sharing this, but a message that uh, came through around the lines of, um, hey, it was just speechless. said, I'm almost speechless, to be honest. Uh, The pace has had to be a little bit quicker than planned and then he um, ended up getting through an even split and then actually, actually, sorry, he went a slight negative split. Uh, He just mentioned how... The encouragement and the build-up from Sammy made him feel strong and confident throughout that um, that, uh, that that marathon, and that's um yeah so cool to see that from um from Brendan. Particularly, obviously, he was um, originally building for Melbourne, and yep. then to to do it on that day and to go um yeah two fifty-seven. <laughs> it's just a huge mm. performance.
0: And then Jack Davies had one, mate.
1: Yeah, so Jack had um Pete Chappell, uh who. Uh, rolled around the um, uh, virtual Melbourne half marathon in seventy six forty seven. So, big run from Pete. I think he did this around um
0: around your neck of the woods,
1: Burnley. Yeah, I think he jumped on the bull uh, Richmond bull and did that one. Yep. Um. So yeah, great run from um, from Pete. And then up in Sunshine Coast now. I know
0: there's a a bit of there's been some talk about the weather and the conditions and such. And it was it was an absolute. Brutal day out there. Um, yeah, we had a few athletes uh, compete up there in the in the half um, and the full marathons.
1: Yeah, and you, I think we are we chatting in the, on the day of the race and uh, about the conditions. And did you say it was twenty six degrees at like eight fifty? Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah so the race started at 6 a.m um queensland time which would be 7 a.m our time yeah. um, we got that we're in daylight savings not right, right now um in victoria and so um i got up uh yeah what it would have been i think i woke up and checked my phone at about six fifty, so just before start time um yeah. it was 19 degrees and 86 percent humidity so before yeah, the wow. start um and then when i finished my run which was a at about 9.50, which was, yeah, 8.50 a.m., so two hours, 50 minutes into the race time, um, and it was 26 degrees.
1: Yeah.
0: And and basically, so the sun rose, I think it was about quarter past five, so it was already 45 minutes up before yeah. the start. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so it was always going to be some some pretty tough conditions. I'd heard that the week before that it was a lot cooler. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, you, it's just something you can't control, though. You can't, no. Yeah. Um, and, when, yeah, so one of, the, one of the Josh Harris's athletes, um, Jasmine Singh, Zach, did the half marathon.
1: Ran a PB by six minutes. So, you know, as we talk about those conditions, um, that's, a, that's an amazing run to go out and run the half. And, um, yeah, crush your PB by six minutes. So that was um, really awesome to say. I know Jasmine's cracking runs on the trails and then to, yeah, get onto the, um, onto the hard stuff and uh, roll the half marathon in with a six minute PV. That was, uh, was awesome. Uh, we had quite a few in the marathon. Uh, we had a couple, we had three mattress Brady had Brendan McMahon who, um, ran a three Oh nine marathon. So again, that's, um, you know, it's a fantastic result. From, it was his debut too. I believe. Was it debut? Yeah. It was his debut. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so.
0: So great result. Um, in those conditions. Mm. Um, yeah, I had, uh, I had also Jenna Truman in the half marathon, um, and yeah, we sort of i i got to put a plan up to try to go out conservative, and she did. She nailed the nailed the paces really early, um, went out conservative, but just the heat really took its toll in the second half. But still came away with a nine minute course PV. So it was a huge run for, from from general. So 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 happy when um, when I saw that result come through, given I knew the conditions how the conditions were, uh, and then I had two yeah in the in the marathon. So Jake Townsend, so. He, yeah, had a cracker of a run. Um, he'd done a time trial up there um, on the Sunshine Coast June uh, the year before, um, and he'd ran two hours, 54, I think it was about 30 seconds. Um, and, yeah, in ideal conditions, we were – and so, yeah, with that sort of 26-degree weather at the end there, um, he ended up, yeah, with a, with a PB of 254.11, um yeah it was a it was a massive run he's only yeah. you know, he, he'd come back from a from a stress fracture um he'd got one yeah leading into the the uta 100k um and yeah he signed up so 10 weeks ago and he's made such amazing progress just yeah. in that 10 weeks and yeah really really excited to see um to see him yeah get out there again and and I know we've got a, got some big plans coming up, so yeah, I'm very excited to see um, how it goes in the in the near near future. And uh, also, yeah, like getting continuing the consistency that he's shown, um, yeah, what what he can do. Um, and then also Tom, who's Tom James, who's um, yeah been we've been on the show, interviewed him before. Zucker um, he had the breaking two plus one. Um, That's right. Project. Um, because he would ran two fifty eight in that breaking two plus one. Um, and yeah, he finished with two like uh, three three sixteen. Um, and just yeah, there was a just um the conditions really uh, didn't favor favor um, fast running. And and we'd come out with with a with a with a race plan of being like quite conservative, especially over that first eight k. Um, before then, dialing into into sort of goal pace um and yeah he got through halfway well but then yeah just the just the um heat was just yeah too yeah. intense and and uh ended up cramping both legs and had to stretch them out and um in both both calves sorry and then also the hamstrings started cramping and yeah it was a real battle to to get to the finish line so like it shows how tough you are when you when you go yeah. through those sort of um those sort of um, sections and and you're really you know you're not feeling it you know you've slowed down but you've just got to keep plugging on and, and yeah massive kudos to to tom for for pushing through and, and getting that done um yeah i was really, really impressed with that the grit that he showed on the day
1: yeah and i think um i think last week we were talking about cramps in marathons or maybe a few weeks back and it's uh yeah we've had them late in race but yeah to have one at 21 22 and then to push on. And I was just reading his Instagram post where he just, you know, he, you know, he had a couple of that um, negative thoughts creep in, you know, and he just, he, he said to himself, must finish this thing. And I think you know, TJ, he's, um, he's been so diligent in his buildups and what he's committed, you know, the commitment that he's shown. And it was, Good on him for, like, he just ploughed on and, and got it done. And, um yeah you know, he, he says he owned a mission. It wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't the absolute day out he was hoping for, but he's going to be so much stronger for, for finishing that off. Like, it's it's really gutsy stuff.
0: Yeah, 100%, mate. Um, um, and then also we had uh, uh, Eliza Danaher, who mm. you interviewed uh, a couple of weeks ago. and so- Yeah. Yeah, she her goal of doing completing twenty seven kilometers for seven consecutive days, and she was successful with it.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you you saw a few of the updates through the week. And uh, last week in Melbourne, it was um had a couple of uh, rough days in there. There was the sun was out in a typical Melbourne and the sun was out for a few days, and then it went back and it was uh, a bit grim there. And I saw her just out there on Strava just um, day in day out pumping out the, this uh, 27 Ks uh, each day so seven consecutive days roll out 189 Ks just 20 hours and 28 minutes of uh, running <laughs> so a massive uh, massive effort and uh, yeah what a um, what a champion and raise1 13000 dollars for the uh, fight M&D charity
0: and speaking of yeah raising money is one of your athletes Glenn Abercrombie from uh perth so he's looking mm. to do the the perth marathon this weekend and he's got some yeah something that uh yeah you you brought up about um yeah about the run yeah
1: he actually um brought uh came to me we'd done uh, a ha- couple halves and uh i thought oh, i want to do a marathon and it was probably 10 weeks out 10 12 weeks out i said oh, i want to get ready for perth now I went marathon um and I want to do it in my uh, mum's honour um, and raise money for pancreatic, pancreatic cancer. Her, uh, His mum passed away 12 months ago. So, yeah, it's, um, you yeah, know, Glenn, and he's had, a, he's had a little bit of a um, roller coaster of a build-up as you do in a marathon where had a niggle they had to get on top of. And um, he's actually done that so well. I've been super diligent with some of the prehab, got rolling in the last few weeks. We've kind of had a bit of a... Um, reverse taper going to this one. We just missed a few weeks in there and he's taken that on board um, so well. And yeah, this week he's he's going into this taper. He's, um, yeah, plenty of rest, but, um, you know, some easy jogging and he's, he's, he's set in his pace. He's excited and nervous and he's got all the feels. But um, yeah, he just wanted to, you know, we thought we'd shine a light on this one because he's raised over sort of, uh, $5,000 already for the uh, pancreatic cancer. Um, and... Yeah, so we'll put the link in our, um, in our show notes as well for people who want to get behind that. So, um, yeah, really excited to see uh, Glenn achieve. I mean, and it's not about the time for him this, this week. We just want to get it done and uh, tick that box. So uh, best of luck to, to Glenn.
0: Yeah, all the best, man, for, for that run. So Zaka, great to have back on the show, run to PB coach and star Bendigo bat, actually the captain of the Bendigo Bats, their marquee player, Andy Buchanan. How you going, mate? Yeah,
2: good mattress. Hey Zaka, how you going?
1: How you going, Andy. Yeah, great to have you back on, mate.
2: Nah, it's good to be. Uh, it's good to be on. It's been a while since I've been on a, uh, a podcast with you
1: boys, so I'm glad to get the call up again. Yeah, yeah we were just well, talking actually- about that, thinking, um, was that. Pre, did we check gold coast or not i don't know if we did i think it was early days of your build-up for maybe gold coast
2: yeah i think it was when i was kind of first um telling everyone i was going to run this marathon at gold coast and i thought yes. I
0: wasn't
2: until about three days prior so, um, <laughs> yeah. that was an interesting experience we'll never talk of again i think i'm still a bit scarred from that one actually
1: yeah
0: uh, i think a few people are actually that was a um yeah fair letdown
2: Mm, yeah, it was, but nuts. It'll be good to uh, good to chat running for a little bit.
1: For sure, mate. And You've actually been uh, you've put, been pulling some big weight. Obviously, off that um, that Gold Coast, you had a bit of a break, and then you start to to pull some K's together. And how you been traveling with um, well, uh, firstly, without you know, obviously, we've all had that lack of races, but um, you've been able to get back into a, a block after that letdown.
2: Yeah, it was quite strange. Um, Obviously, I was up in Gold Coast and then kind of found out and then Gold Coast actually turned to an orange or a red zone. So I had to come – I came home and had to um, self-isolate for – I think it was about seven days, I think, um, which was actually – it was terrible at the time, but I think it was a blessing in disguise because I just – I couldn't do anything um, kind of thing and had to isolate in my room and all that kind of stuff. So that took a bit of coming, um, getting back – into the swing of things after that. And we ha- actually had an XCR race at, um, yeah, Frankston way. I can't remember what it's called. Cruden farm. Cruden, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that, I think I'd done a week of running and did that. And I felt terrible during that. <laughs> <race>. But um, <laughs> yeah, so it was actually like looking back, I'm so glad I had that time just to watch a lot of Netflix and play a lot of yeah. PlayStation. And that's really <laughs> all I did. So um, a bit funny. And then, yeah, I had um, obviously with, I'm a teacher, so being been working from home. I um, had a lot of time to run and I don't normally... My training is normally dictated by my work and that's often mm. the reason why I can only run 150, 160K a week. Whereas when I, was, when I was working from home, I was able to run twice a day, kind of every day. and um, Yeah, I was kind of knocking out some big weeks there and it just felt normal to do 180. Um, I think I did a few 190s and yeah. it was good and now it's kind of... Um, Yeah. I don't know. I've, I'm probably lacking a bit of motivation at the moment. Um, know I was chatting to you just before Zach and I think I'm really keen to get back to work. Um, I love running, but it's just, it could never be my full-time job. I just, I I, like, I really like it, but it's just, I know I feel like it's been groundhog week for the last, uh, (laughs) 10 weeks nearly. And I'm sure you you guys can understand that feeling of you. It's just like you get up on a Monday and it's just the same thing you did last week kind of thing. So I'm really lucky. I can go back to work today, and I'm um yeah really I don't know. Um, motivation's kind of turned a corner after seeing what Dan Andrews announced yesterday with um, some crowds coming back to the racing. So I think it's um I don't know. I'm optimistic about Melbourne, but then again, I was optimistic about Gold Coast coming happening after a, a bit of <laughs> a snap lockdown up there. So yeah, no, nah, the the training's good. Um, just yeah, it's I don't know. You definitely miss races, but it's um no, nah, I've been. Really lucky that running's always been there and you can always go for a run, I think. So I think we can all appreciate that factor at the moment.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I saw, yeah, 195K was the was the biggest week. You didn't think about getting out for a Sunday Ivo 5K to <laughs> 200. No, I've, um,
2: <laughs> I've only ever done one double on a Sunday and I hated it. Yeah. And I reckon it took <laughs> or three weeks to recover. And I just, <laughs> it's about it. You, sh- you shouldn't do it. It's just Sunday morning, yep run done don't think about running for the next kind of 24 hours that's um yeah no, i was not tempted at all not no.
1: good 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 to lead by the example as a coach as well because um yeah I, i've seen people put that being close to milestone you know 99k you know oh should i go out and do a k to get the 100 but it's it really you know risk versus reward but um talking about coaching how have you found you know, and working with a lot of athletes in these times, I know it's um it's been challenging for yourself, but having to also um other athletes who have been, you know, gone through the highs and low or a lot of lows actually of disappointments of uh cancellation of races.
2: Yeah, it's I don't know, it's it's been um it's been tough, but it's been really good. Uh the tough things are I don't know, as a coach, we're so used to being like you kind of chat to your athlete and you set a few goals for the year and often for a lot of us it's a it's a marathon and that's kind of like that's the big goal and you have a few other little races you build towards that and it it kind of uh like in your mind it, their whole training program just sorts itself out because you kind of like this is the goal we're working towards we'll do this we'll tick this box yep we're tracking well and you kind of progress that way and it's been um it's been challenging to um not have that there and been trying to keep your athletes motivated um but also making sure they're not doing too much because normally when a race comes around you have a taper week and then the week after you have a really easy week um and we haven't had that so it's um i know it's probably been it's been tricky in scheduling things but also making sure you're keeping that communication to see how they're feeling how's their motivation because it's um the one thing i'm really aware of is that all my runners i coach don't They don't run as much as me and I might just be able to string together a month easy. Whereas for other people running four days a week is a lot to them kind of thing. Um, And then, but then the flip side is because I haven't had races to work towards personally, it's, I get a lot from coaching others and seeing them, go out and do new sessions and love it and they're just on this high and they're like they're running session PBs, all that stuff. So it's um it's been a really nice distraction at the same time. So I've um I've really enjoyed it and it's been awesome to have a bit more time just to um really communicate a lot more with them and really break down a lot of sessions. So it's um yeah some negatives and some positives, but um I've been so impressed like yeah. with with their um I don't know their motivation. I think everyone's finding finding out why they really run. And I think um, a lot of people, if we asked them why they ran before COVID, they would have said, oh, because I want to run this race. I want to run a PB. I want to run sub three or whatever it is. Whereas now I think they actually just enjoy the act of running and getting out, I think so. And that's a really important lesson to learn, I think. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, not- 100%. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm really with fine the same, I reckon, with that. Just yeah, finding out why, what the purpose of why you really run, um, and taking that factor away, the the race factor away, um, yeah, has really changed people's ideas about what what the purpose is. Um, but I guess yeah, speaking of that, and and we'll get to your 10k time trial um, shortly. But have you mapped in some time trials for your athletes as as a way to break up? You know how you're saying there, you get your athletes to. Um, you know you go in with an easy week and then come out an easy week as well have you have you put some of those in
2: yeah a few not many Um, personally I'm not I'm not a massive fan of time trials because I I love racing like and and I think time trials are great um, and done at the right time they're awesome but the I feel like it nearly needs to come from the athlete because the athlete really needs to be invested and have that buy-in or else they're kind of a bit, not pointless, but they're really tricky. Um, so I I don't know. I don't really like them because I'll never get near a PB because like good example, like if I'm running out at Huntley, I'm never going to run as fast as what I was running when Stewie nearly lapped me when he ran the Australian <laughs> at, at Box Hill. Like it's just not going to happen. And it's kind of like often you can get a little deflated if you're like, I was, I think I was over a minute slower than my PB. Um, on saturday and i was i was happy with the effort but most people if they run a minute slower they'd be disappointed so it's it's really yeah i think it um i really just chat with my athletes and i nearly let it make it be their idea in a way um and i've got a few people that are like nah i'm pretty happy just kind of just ticking along um and um so yeah some athletes do some athletes don't it's just really depends on where they're at and Um, And then it's just, if they're not doing it, it's like, all right, let's imagine we have, and this week's going to be super chill. Let's just back off running might be your second or third priority or it might be your first priority. Let's make it further down the list. Let's make sure we're focusing on these few other things um, as well, just to mix it up a little bit. So, um, but yeah, you boys seem to get pretty motivated for TTs, but I feel like that (laughs) you guys just compete against each other. So it's like
1: you are actually kind of racing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think
0: that element's definitely there.
1: Yeah, we've reframed it a few times. I mean, we've only really been able to get up for in the probably the last two years, maybe three of them against each other. Um, But that's enough to, like, there's been a big gap. Like, we haven't done them every month against each other. I think that can really, you need to set a date. And I think we didn't have anything on the horizon. So we said, okay, in in six, eight weeks, we know there's not going to be another opportunity, another race, so let's just, let's pretend almost trick our brain into thinking that, yep, this is going to be a race. We're going to do it at the same time. Um, you know, we made a pact that we weren't allowed to look at each other's time before the race. So it, we, it was as close as we could to, um, you know, racing each other and we've had some good battles, but, you know, and getting back to, yeah, I think it's really individual on the athlete as to whether they want a time troll and, and even just other ways where I think we've, I've found is just like, maybe you do a different session or you do a you'd work you choose that okay we're going to focus this month on this area of our running to improve so you know the time trials are great but not for everyone and i think um yeah it's been a it's definitely been an interesting part of running that we probably haven't even had to think about previously
2: yeah no we should have um once we get back into normal whatever that is um it's yeah we'll have a a wide range of skill sets, I think. So hopefully, it just makes us, makes us better in the end. So, but um, yeah. One thing, one thing I've been doing is, if you want to mix up the week, I often put a bit of a session into a long run, um, mm-hmm. just mix it up, and that's their session for the week. And it's um, yeah. I don't know. I've had some really good feedback from that, and they really enjoy it because it's nearly, it's like a challenge kind of thing. Like they're used yeah. to sessions, and um, as long as you're smart about it and you don't don't take them from say like an hour long run up to like two and a half or something like that. But it's, um, that's one thing I've been doing for people that haven't been doing time trials is just to mix it up a little bit and add a bit of a session into their long run. Just so it's like, I know they can kind of be like, yeah, I've worked hard for this and I've got this result kind of thing without putting all this pressure on themselves.
0: So. Mm. Yeah. That's something you think about like, you're just going out for, for another long run. It's, you know, it's a, it's like, it's fun and it's great and it's, and all that, but yeah, I think even coming the night before, I know the night before, if I've got a, a long run session the next day, like I'm excited for it. And like you say, you can reframe it as a bit of a challenge. Like, yeah, and Andy set me this challenge to to go out and I don't know do an hour, then 10k, 1k on off or something or other. Um, yeah, it gets it gets so exciting to to mix it up and do that. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Now speaking of the time trials. Andy, we had a you, you know, some of the, the video I saw I saw you put up absolutely flying around. Was it Henley, I think you call it? Huntley. 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 Yeah. Not Glenn Huntley, but yeah, Huntley. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you had a, had a bit of a 10K time trial. Um, yeah, sort of obviously COVID restrictions um, mm-hmm. made it so, you know, you obviously couldn't have like a, a massive amount of, of groups going around and such, but yeah, managed to get a couple of people up there and um, yeah, it looked like there's some awesome results and including yourself.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So it, um it really just kind of grew. Like it was, uh it was just, it's uh, it started from me just wanting a bit of, I don't know, a bit of a time trial just to work. I don't know. I wanted something a little bit harder than a session, but not a race. Um, and that's what I was after. And just so that I, was, I had something to work towards and, bit of fun like you know you still get those little nerves on the start line and it's just like not a oh it's just a normal session kind of thing so started with that and then a few of my um few of my athletes that I coach that I I run with them nearly every day kind of thing they're in our group and they were keen to do a 10k um and then yeah it just kind of grew from there so we had a few out there we kind of split into some groups and um very very fast course out there at Huntley it's um it's perfect um, anyone who complains about it I'm not sure
1: Wrong with I, I heard a, uh, a <laughs> certain um, figure in athletics that's um, quite famous maybe maybe has a podcast that has a few listeners uh, initials BT uh, was was complaining about the course conditions or you know there wasn't enough I don't know the tarmac wasn't uh, smooth enough for him didn't have a Tesla car in front of him I, I don't know what his, what his issue was but yeah it's just really, heard that
2: yeah it's really just blue collar versus white collar <laughs> <laughs> Things are just a little bit harder down here in Bendigo and I think that um, that's why we've got such a good little running culture going on here. So uh, <laughs> uh, we we got out there and we we had some fun. We had um yeah, one of the I was actually impressed, one of the kids I coach, he's uh he's eighteen and he he came out and um he rode the bike and I think I picked him up at quarter past six. So for an eighteen year old on Saturday morning to uh yeah. to be up that early and not even racing himself, like he was just he was keen to come, come and help out. Like it's a, it's a really special part of the group. And he had some tunes playing as well, which is which is good fun. And I don't know, I think um, Brady, he's often called himself the mayor of Echuca, mama, but I think <laughs> he, must, he must actually have some, um, he must've pulled some strings because that border bubble actually <laughs> cleared Friday midnight and the time trial was Saturday. And yeah, no, it's just a bit too much of a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> He's pulled some spring summer. Um, so we had Nathan Stoat was gonna come and cause Nath lives on he lives on the border, but he lives on the Victorian side. Um so he was gonna come and then Brady, he was keen, but at the at that time they weren't able to come. But then that got changed literally six hours before the race. Um, <laughs> so he came down with um Archie and um, Glenn as well so we had we had a pretty good lineup like I think the lineup we had we would have um, would have won most fun runs like I think mm. our, I think our top nearly our top three um, place getters would have rolled uh, Ryan Gregson up at the Sunshine Coast 10k whatever that thing was so I think he won that in about 30 minutes so yeah well <laughs> around the Huntley Bats time trial um, <laughs> best, best race in the country I think so yeah. Uh, yeah no that was on Saturday it was good fun Um, and yeah, we had some, had some really big results. I reckon we had about 50% run PBs of all the people there, which is just Mm. like, yeah, phenomenal. Like if like you get them into a race situation and like a genuine race situation and they'll they'll run so much faster. So it was just, it was awesome. And, um, we all finished in the same spot and we finished at different times because we started at different times and everyone hung around and was like clapping each other across the line. And that kind of stuff so it was um it was good fun so i had yeah two run to pb athletes running um steve van reese was um was one of them and he's he started out being a very like he'll say he was a he was the ultimate fun runner like he was just (laughs) super chilled um would run three or four times a week when he first started running with us he was just like blown away at running people running three minute k's like he's like how can you do that like that's impossible kind of thing um, he had a big week. He actually turned 40 on Friday and then oh, and uh, lowered his 10k PB by two minutes on Saturday. Oh, a huge run, yeah. Yeah, it's like he's running, he ran 32, 30, which is yeah. like, not like he's, he's running 50 minutes and improving two minutes. Mm. Like, that's, a, that's a pretty genuine time. So he was, um he was stoked. Um, he's really pumped. And then also had Luke Millard who finished, I think he was about 10 or 15 seconds off his PB, um, which I think still like Mm. incredible Um so he ran I think it was thirty I think it was thirty-six minutes. Um we thought if everything was going awesome he'd run thirty-five thirty. Um but for a lot of these guys that haven't had a had a hard hit out for a while and it takes a little bit to for your body to get used to it. Um because in training you can you can be hurting but you know that rep's gonna finish in mm. a few minutes. So you can kind of get away with it. And um,
1: I was yeah. gonna say that, just like Mattress and I have only done 5K time trials against each other. We haven't gone out, out to the 10K. And 10K, like, and I think it was this sort of part of the um, you know, the idea around this is to get back into that mode of racing as opposed to, yeah, because it's, again, it's not an actual, it's a, you know, a time trial, which is, bloody hard to get up for but then yeah like seven you, you know 5k you can get to 3k go, oh, it's 2k to go I can hang on a year or three and a half but you know 7k when you're in a time trial setting it things can really go pear-shaped because you're just like well this isn't a race yeah, um
2: yeah yeah it's on like I I said to the guys we kind of we had a bit of a time um goal on it because um those guys are probably in really good shape and I knew they could get close to running. I knew Steve could run a PB um, and I knew Milko could get close. So we had a few goals, but I said, look, if if you finish and if you feel like you had to work from K7 to K10, like it was uncomfortable, but you knew you were in a race so you couldn't stop kind of thing, I'm happy. Yeah. Um, and like both these guys are looking around Melbourne. So um, Melbourne Marathon and Melbourne Half. So I just wanted it to be that, I don't know, just be be okay with being uncomfortable for a bit. Um, yeah. So that was the goal, um, and that was the same for me. So I I originally kind of thought, oh, I might try and run twenty nine minutes, um, or try and go under. And I think that was probably me just going, oh yeah, that'd look good on Strava, kind of thing. Whereas yeah. um, Brady was probably more so keen to to run a little bit slower, just to try and help um, Nate and Archie out. Um, so. He was like, oh, yeah, we'll go through in um, – I think we'll – I was thinking 14.30, and I think he was kind of thinking 14.45, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Like, I'll just try and negative split it. And mm-hmm. um, he, the pacing was pretty good, um, and I just kicked down a little bit, not much. But, again, I was – at 7K, I was kind of going, oh, geez, it'd be nice to stop now. So it was <laughs> nice. Like, I, I finished, and I was like – I don't know, a few people there were like, like holy shit, like sub-30, and I'm like, oh, it's – it's not that I was like, I've ran a lot faster kind of thing, mm. but I was like, I was uncomfortable. So I'm happy. Like that was yeah. good. Fun and I enjoyed, it's nice to know I can still enjoy being in the hurt locker kind of thing. Cause, um, I don't know. I feel like if you haven't done that for a while, it like can get, uh, you can not freak out, but you can be like, hang on, what's this kind of feeling? So no, it was, um, it was an awesome morning and everyone really enjoyed it. And then we, um, followed up with some, um, A few donuts, uh (laughs) jelly slice at the Huntley Huntley George's Bakehouse, which is uh, it's a very Very nice nice. bakery out there. So um, no, it was it was a good morning out, and it was just yeah, just so good because there was a bit of that um adrenaline running at the end, and yeah, Yeah.
1: it was good.
0: you're you're right with that um, talking about how you're feeling with that seven k to go, it's quite uncomfortable, and it's it's also teaching your body yeah, not to panic that you know, things are going to be okay. <laughs> and it's yeah. and it's very hard to get to that point in sessions and, and that's where I guess those time trials can be um can be really good. But yeah, is there is there something that you go to in those points during that during say that time trial or during a race that you um use to help you get through them?
2: Yeah. Um it's a good question. I don't think I do like specifically think of things beforehand to be like, okay, if this gets tough, I'm gonna go to this moment. But um, I think I, because I train out at Huntley a little bit, I think I just kind of, I break it down and it's a, it's a 4K loop. So like, I'm often just like, oh, it's just a lap to go. Oh, that's, that's easy. Like in your head, you're like, oh, I've only got to get around to this point again. And all of a sudden that feels a lot easier. So I, I just always try and break the tasks down into manageable kind of bite-sized bits. Um, and with this loop, it's kind of like a long straight, a turn a long straight and a turn, so you can kind of break it into different sections, um, and that's what I probably go through my like what goes through my head is I just kind of trick myself into thinking, like not look at my watch and go I've got 4k to go, more so be like oh, I've just got to do one more lap, and that just seems a lot more um, achievable I think for me. But I don't know, do you guys have any strategies you guys use in that situation? Or
0: yeah, I definitely do that same sort of thing, breaking it down into those manageable chunks, and I. Like I always thought back to remember how we we, we um the race around now I don't know, around um Ballarat, Wenderee, the 15K. And it's like it's kind of like a 3K, and then you do two laps. I remember getting around, like I've only got one lap to go. And mm. even though it's still, you know, it's just under just under well, oh, just under 5k for that lap, but you're still mentally you're like, it's just one lap to go. Like you can you can get through it and it's manageable. Um yeah, it's something definitely that I that I use as well. And and also looking at Things ahead and break it down like i know when um zaka kicked away from me at, at the sandy point 10k and, and i was um i was in a bit of a world of hurt and i was starting to panic a little bit and sort of tense up and i, I just kept looking up and, and seeing like a street sign or a, or um, making a deal with myself to get to the next tree or um yeah whatever there might be a park bench or something and, and make it it's amazing how many deals you can make with yourself and get so far by doing that so yeah that, that's definitely one thing i do
1: i've also found with the time trials is it different to a race like when you've got a race and you're in a pack and you've got a lot of people around you're really having to concentrate on the on the dynamics of the pack and making sure you don't trip over or you get in the way or you you see someone else and go oh what's how's he feeling or oh, it looks like he's making a move so you kind of can detach and maybe think about other parts whereas when it's time trialing particularly when you're solo and maybe in your last UK, you really tend to think so much about yourself about how you're feeling scanning over the body and I think yeah, in a race situation where you've got a few more people, I find I can get distracted a bit more from that, um, which can be, yeah, I think makes it a bit easier. So to do it in a time trial setting, like the way you finish is, um, yeah, it's encouraging.
2: Yeah, that's definitely, um, I don't know, you just saying that, Zach, it made me realise because we've had a few times when I've done a few big sessions and for this time trial, as I said, I had one of the kids I coach on the bike and, we have a pretty strict rule um, that there's we can't um, they can't kind of break the wind for me, so they're always off on the side because I just think it's I think it's cheating. Like, how often do you get a bike to in a race? Like, you never get that situation kind of thing. Um, and but he, um, we've had a, a speaker going a few times, and that's <laughs> the thing that I've thought of is I'll like sing the song in my head that's that's blaring and. Uh, <laughs> like often it's a bit of like Kanye or J Cole I want to get you upbeat, but it just takes your mind away from the biggest thing that's going on, which is probably the un- the discomfort you're going through. Um, and I don't know, I know that in races, you probably won't have a, a guy riding with a, with a, speaker, yeah. but maybe just think of one of your favorite songs and just try yeah. to like, try to get through a chorus. Don't actually sing it, but just in your head, just kind of go through the chorus. Cause I know, um, yeah, one of my a really a, a song I like at the moment um came on with about 2k to go and I was just loving it like I was like <laughs> best thing ever like I'm so pumped kind of thing so breaking out and dance.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> do, do you ever get any doubts so at all like do, do even 3k in like you might you get a section where you're like oh maybe today I'm just not not on or you know, or throughout the or are you constantly like Feeling like okay, I've I've got this. I'm really positive, or is it? I'm just thinking back to that time trial because you hadn't raced, you hadn't really been in that situation for so long. Um, did you think back? Oh, maybe you know the training's going well, but I have not I'm not sharp. Or, or, yeah, uh, I
2: don't know. I I think I didn't put a lot of pressure on myself, and I like I kind of thought, oh yeah, like twenty nine flat ish would look good on Strava, but I'm not really. I don't know. I wasn't really that fussed with the the end result. Um, so I don't think because I don't really put too much pressure on myself in that situation. I wasn't stressing about what it might look like. Um, and yeah, I don't know. It's it's funny. I I'm trying to think back to races and I, I don't know. I, when I run XCR, I'm pretty, I'm really confident. Um, and like, it sounds, it sounds arrogant, but I kind of run those races and just literally try and take control from the race as soon as I can and run it how I want and make people run how I want to run. And I think that's a massive theme because I think often I might put a surge in and I won't run any faster after that, but people in f- behind me are going, oh yeah, here goes Andy. He's feeling good. He's won the race. And you as soon as you think that you kind of, you already lost it kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, I don't think in races I ever, I don't think I ever really doubt myself. I try not, I try to be in the moment rather than, um, getting too focused on splits and that kind of stuff. So,
1: um, but yeah,
2: I don't know. It's been so long since I've raced. So yeah. I can't really remember too much.
1: <laughs> I think that's why it was great to see you, you get after one and obviously you, you kept it controlled. And, and I think now that knowing that next year is going to be quite different with, you know, um, races back on and hopefully uh, you, you can, uh, potentially now look at, at Melbourne. Is that on the cards?
2: Yeah, it is. It is. It's been on the cards. Um, for a while now so ever since um, Gold Coast kind of got cancelled it was like alright yep Melbourne let's try and do that and so that's that's definitely on the cards I'm, um, if it goes ahead I'll 100% be running the marathon there and um, hopefully this time make my debut um, yeah. so that's, yeah that's what we're gearing towards that's what I kind of think about every morning I wake up it's like right. oh, this is what I want to do and um, I know it's I'm looking at the positives like I get to make my debut in uh, kind of your, your home city marathon, I suppose. Um, right. Betty yeah, doesn't have a marathon, so I'm claiming, claiming Melbourne. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, so that is one positive. Um, we're, I don't know. We're kind of starting to look at um, what what are some other options um, and, I suppose, um, thinking a little bit broader um, with international travel, um, like you saw alloEs kind of jet right. off to London, what seemed like quite easily kind of thing. Yeah. Seemed previously you kind of needed the um, IOC approval kind of thing to get across, but that seems to be a bit easier. So I don't know where, yeah, with my coach, we're kind of thinking um, we need to stop waiting for a marathon to come to me and need to be a bit more aggressive. So Melbourne's there, um, but we're trying to make a few plans in the background just in case, because it's kind of sucks. Like, (laughs) constantly thinking of it and then being, then your next thought is, oh, is it going to go ahead? Like, yeah, you know, that kind of sucks. Like, it's going to be a weird feeling to know, oh, I've got this race in six weeks and it's definitely happening. Like, that's going to be a bizarre yeah. feeling, so.
0: Yeah. Well, exciting times ahead still, though. Um, mm. Yeah. And let's hope, like, fingers crossed, that, that it is all good. And I, I know after those couple of announcements yesterday and particularly about, you know, 10,000 people at, at um, Melbourne Cup Day, like hopefully yeah that we can get that it, that it's all good that it can go ahead and then obviously yeah potentially some overseas races and then yeah with with i guess a goal of looking at com games or, or world champs uh, mid next year
2: yeah 100 percent. that's the um that's the big goal that's the uh i know mean, that's the big motivation at the moment and i think it's um i don't know runners of all levels i think it's good to have that that ultimate goal and that's mm for me that's the ultimate goal and often when I'm out running I kind of if I'm by myself I often get trapped in my own little world and <laughs> you know how you drink up things and kind of I just always think gosh if I had the option which one would I choose and yeah. I haven't come up with an answer yet so um <laughs> I, don't know, I really I don't know I just I just love to do that I think that's um earning a an actual real Australian singlet um would be would be awesome and it's that's the thing you either get to run a Com games or world champs like world champs in in Oregon, like, could it get any better? Kind of thing? So that's um, yeah. yeah, that's what's that's what's keeping the fire burn at the moment, and knowing that that's going to come around really, really quickly. Like, that's not that far away. So it's um, and I'm not getting any younger. So it's time to uh, make make hay while the sun's shining.
1: That's it. I mean, look. Worst case, if you if you go four weeks, like you've already got a big base of fitness, you start to lay it. You know, start to really dial in now over the next four what, four weeks. You'll at least know then. Uh, with certainty in, in four weeks' time, hey, we're, we're definitely on here. And then, um, Yeah. Yep. If you have to adjust, you pull back for a little bit and then, you know, start to go again. I think it's different to Gold Coast where you did the whole build-up and then that last week it was like ripped away. It's like at least we got sort of a visibility around the event. Um, yeah, it's it's really exciting to see this, uh, to see what happens over the next, uh, yeah, six to eight weeks with you, mate.
2: Yeah, no, it's... Um... No, it's going to be exciting, and it's like I know it's this week. I'm just, I'm actually. I spoke with my coach uh, yesterday, and we were kind of like, let's just pretend that we've actually just raced, which yeah. did that time trial, and and um, this week's just a complete chill out week kind of thing because I think we both know that it's it's that big base is there, and I don't I don't need to do like yeah I'll I'll look to do a, probably a month. Even um, of marathon specific stuff, but I don't yep. need to do the normal build up. Like I've been doing two and a half hours every Sunday for <laughs> nearly a year. Like it's there. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and this week it's like, like today I'm having the day off just to not even really think about running. Um, mm-hmm. And then, like, he hasn't, Scott hasn't given me any sessions for the week. I'm just kind of going to jump in with some of the guys I coach and experience the session from them. Whereas normally, I'm doing the session while they're doing, cause we, i a bit of a unique situation where a lot of the guys I coach train with me. Um, mm. which is probably what you guys probably aren't really used to that. So I'm, yeah. it's funny. Like I'm quickly chatting to them for like 20 seconds while I'm <laughs> getting, getting myself <themselves> ready. <laughs> ready. They've just finished. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you should be feeling like this. They're like, yep. Yep. And I'm like, you look good. And it's kind of like, it's quite a, it's quite strange. So I'm looking right. forward to just jumping in with them and, like we're doing some K reps tomorrow and just having a bit of fun, really. So it's, uh, I don't know. I think I, that's what I need at the moment, and just to um, normally for me, running is a hundred percent my main priority. Um, whereas this week I've got work, so it's like works the priority and running's just bumped down a little bit. If I miss a double, that's completely fine. If I have a day off, no stress. Like, don't be going to the session, being like, yeah, I'm doing eight by K. I want to run two fifty-five average, just. I don't know. I don't even know how many car reps I'll do. I'll just yeah. have a bit of fun. And I think that's, um. I don't know. I think it's important to have those weeks. And that's where that I was, I was really honest with my coach last night. I think that's really important for any, any people out there listening. Um, be honest with your coach because that's vital information. And um, I think you know yourself better than anyone else. And uh, you need to try and create I don't know what you're feeling and try to be able to verbalize that to your coach and then your coach can help you the best. So I think that's, um, yeah, I'm kind of going through that in a moment and I just, any athletes out there, this has been a massive build. So if, um, like if people are building towards Melbourne, it's, it's okay to take a step backwards to go six yeah. steps forwards. Like don't feel like you have to be continuously going forward, forward, forward. Sometimes you've got to go backwards to go forward. So,
0: mm. Oh, that's some really, really good advice. And it's, yeah, really good to hear how well and see how well you're going on. Obviously, if people want to follow you on Strava, so you're uh, taking out plenty of crowns around Bendigo and such. <laughs> always, uh, always trying, always trying. <laughs> but no, thanks very much for, yeah. for jumping on and, and um, yeah, all the best for so hopefully Melbourne and then, yeah, middle of the next year, look out.
2: Yeah, no, nah, thank you. It's um, I think Zach had said this was going to last for ten minutes, but I've spoken <laughs> for ages. Um, I might just take a bit of a bit of a drink from my uh pillar bottle uh, here. Just
0: yeah,
1: yes, yeah, so we I'm have ready. noticed you've um, yeah, been getting into the supplements, which is great, and the, the micronutrition pillar. So um, but yeah, as always, Andy, you've you've dropped a lot of uh, wisdom in your um in our chat, and uh, it's always great to hear about. Obviously, how you how your runnings go, but also uh, the amazing things you're doing with your athletes. And obviously, that that time trial was um, another another aspect of your coaching that um, yeah that everyone is loving um up the, up your way.
2: Yeah, now big things happen in Bendigo, so we're um, we're pumped to uh, take on the premier teams next year. Um, haven't had, haven't had the official word from AV, but surely they're going to put us up into premier. So um, yeah, we can't wait to uh, to take the title out next year
1: over Melbourne Uni.
2: <laughs> we don't yeah, well, easy target but.
1: <laughs> I, think, I think the connection's going a bit now, might have to wind it up. <laughs> uh thanks again Andy, great to catch up mate.
2: Thanks boys. See ya. See ya.
1: See ya.